Welcome to Rapston. The best use of your time. Tonight's show will be about something. Sit tight and Rav will tell you about it soon. Ravsdom, tonight's show will be about... Goody, I love the wires. I love wires. I love them so much, they're great.
this is Rav here. Hey yo, how are you doing, everyone? Everybody, everyone, a mixture of everybody and everyone. How is it going today? Depending on where you are on the world, in the world, it's either evening, afternoon, morning, or just plain night. And if it if it's in the middle of the night, then I appreciate that you are spending your time listening to me with a little extra even thank you so much for listening to this show thank you so much for listening to Ravsdom and Radio Sega welcome everyone everyone who is in discord participating in the discussion TCB Nicholas Haman Resident SD Scubman Frost I hope that all of you are doing great today. I hope that your week has started the right way. And uh, I hope you you are going to enjoy this show. And the same to literally everyone else who is not on our Discord. Which, by the way, you can join by going to radiose.ga. discord So this is my usual talkpad for this show. One of the two talkpads while I talk. But today we are going back to something else. And what is that something else? Here it is. Yeah. This was my talkpad on the um, Dragon Ball episode that I aired about a year ago. Uh, It was uh, 13 months ago. It was an episode that became uh, incredibly popular. I did not expect it. Apparently, people love Dragon Ball and hearing about Portuguese Dragon Ball facts, which is something that I am glad, because I do have a lot to to say about it. So, I do not lose a chance. And somehow, uh, that conversation popped up on on Portuguese Games Twitter, because uh, I was listening to a podcast between two extremely um, interesting people that unfortunately you will only understand if you understand Portuguese but um, of course a podcast about games a podcast about uh, Sega is eventually a podcast about uh, Dragon Ball if, if we are talking about Portuguese terms so that reminded me of that post I had made because the truth is that this wasn't the only podcast that reminded me of the whole thing. Uh, there was also a few. There were also a few other podcasts, not only the ones that Casey and I have um, have published, but also from other other Portuguese podcasters that uh, games video games podcasters, of course, that have commonly touched on the Dragon Ball and on the Sega Saturn uh, topic because it was just that huge, really. Um, I told you, I told you about it one year ago, and I will tell you now again, and I will be saying it for all time. Uh, it really was a huge deal that uh, that marked uh, an entire generation in the country, so it, it cannot ever be understated. S- um, the, the the Dragon Ball game for for which this song plays on the main menu is. Essentially, the one piece that made the Saturn demolish the PlayStation in Portugal, which is unthinkable 
for at least a few years. There are no official numbers, no one's ever been able to get some official numbers from, from those guys, from sales and stuff, but, but you ask anybody who was there back then and who remembers this kind of stuff and everyone is going to be anonymous. And I am glad that the internet is getting bigger and that it's expanding and that um, finally there, there are multiple voices including KCs and Minds and YouTubers like Stickers um, that can just... and also Nunu, Nunu from Saturn Junkyard uh, people who are happy to share this story to the world so that and I personally appreciate it because I don't sound as insane anymore because <laughs> no one ever believed me when I tried uh, I digress a little so um, I'm gonna continue with this story but I'm going to let you enjoy the whole soundtrack of the the game that made the biggest difference. The the gay uh, and the, that music is actually pretty good. It is from uh, Dragon Ball Z, Idainaru Dragon Ball Densetsu in Japan, or Dragon Ball the Legend, Dragon Ball Z the Legends in France, Spain, and Portugal. It's a pretty interesting game, unlike no other. It has a, a very specific playstyle that I don't think I've ever seen in an, any other game. It is basic, actually, in, in its core, but it takes a while to get getting used to. Because um, um, it's uh, like an open 3D uh, uh, arena that's almost limitless. And in true Dragon Ball style, you are... Sorry about that. You are constantly... Um shoving people left up down and right like and brawling with them and all of that there are a few meteor attacks which is the name that dragon ball games have for stuff like the kamehameha or for the big bang attack but uh for for what it is it is pretty interesting and it's pretty funny and it covers the entire Dragon Ball Z plot unlike most games up until like 2002 2003 um, this game actually covered everything from the science uh, the cyan attack to boo to the boo saga uh, so the songs that are going to play next are uh, are labeled or are were labeled in one of the um, in one of the albums on uh, KH Insider as chapter 1 all the way to chapter 8 but the truth is that this doesn't match my memory at, at times because for example the track for chapter 1 I had never heard it but and I am absolutely sure that the track that plays there is the one that is labeled chapter 4 but the thing is that chapter 4 also has that song and it has a different one or so so this might be the PlayStation version. 90% uh, of this is the same, but Chapter 1 in particular, I really don't remember it. And before we get started with it, I'm just going to mention the songs that I opened this show with. The first one was uh, purely, simply, Battle Theme 1 from uh, Dragon Ball Z Buyu Retsuden. 
non in France as L'Appel du Destin, or du Destin, I don't know how to pronounce it in French, uh, which is the Dragon Ball Z game that came out in Portugal, which also has a pretty interesting story that I will tell you about. And then we played the theme from Super Saiyan 4 Goku on Dragon Ball GT Final Bout, the PlayStation game. And lastly, we played the Super Nintendo track, <laughs> which was the theme of a Perfect Cell from the very first Dragon Ball Z Shin Butoden. Uh, it's not not Shin Butoden, uh, Super Butoden. My bad. Okay, let's listen to the eight uh, chapter BGMs from uh, Idainaru Dragon Ball and sets then. Okay, actually this is the one that I remember on the first uh, chapter, if I am not mistaken. This is chapter 2 in this album.
listening to Ravstorm. Get a load of this! The greatest show you could ask for.
grabs them. Whatever rap feels like. I won't let you humans interfere with my plans. Only on Radio Sega. games in your childhood then all of those tracks except the first one really the first one is the only one I don't I don't remember they will all all of them will bring a tear of nostalgia to your eyes but um, there are a few things that I'd like to talk about actually so the Mega Drive game the Mega Drive game the Mega Drive game was a massive hit in Portugal, 
and I already talked about it one year ago. Uh, there's amazing videos in the internet talking about it in English, including stickers. Um, Dragon Ball was so popular back then that... I kid you not, for such a small and relative, relatively poor market, um, the distributor for Sega games actually found it completely worth it importing games directly from Japan. Yes, NTSCJ games. 100% legit, 100% Japanese. For a PAL console. Yes, um, there were tons of those, I mean, not tons of those, but, but definitely a few hundreds, uh, that were imported. And when I say a few hundreds, that's actually a pretty good number back then in, uh, in Portugal, but... Just think how crazy it is that on a country that not a lot of people were gaming or and that doesn't really have a lot of economic power a certain distributor actually imported games straight from Japan and uh, also imported plenty of uh, NTSC 2PAL converters so that um, people could play uh, those games in the year European Mega Drives. This was something that back then I did not see as a big deal. Oh cool, yeah, so it's a game from Japan. And we play it with that extra converter thing. But why do we need it? Why would we have to need it? But looking back at it with almost 30 years of hindsight, it is pretty relevant. It is something that was definitely market-defining and childhood-defining. And it all moved on to the um, to the Saturn game because it kept on building on. Um, yeah, so the the publisher in Portugal was called Echo Films, and they built a gaming empire with the Mega Drive, and they followed it up with the Saturn really, really well. Uh, they couldn't have done anything because the Saturn just died worldwide. Uh, worldwide except in Japan. So, I mean, that it ended up having no chance at all. Um, there weren't all that many games anyway. and But we did have plenty of them, actually. Uh, when it comes to Western uh, countries, I think we were still one of the best when it comes to getting um, Saturn games. There was an interesting variety uh, of games available on stores and stuff. And... Um, uh, when the Dreamcast came around... Um, there the, it, it's, it was still a good seller, actually. I do remember plenty of people having one. Definitely not as many as Mega Drive and uh, Saturn, because lots of people had already turned to the PlayStation, which came out swinging with Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. And yet again, it was a Dragon Ball game that turned tide uh, against Sega and for Sony. 
in, in that place. I'm not kidding. Of all the games PlayStation could have brought out. I mean, pl PlayStation was getting popular, of course. I remember there was a lot of um, publicity in TVs for stuff like uh, Porsche Challenge and uh, Tekken 2 and... And stuff like Adidas Power Soccer. Seriously, that there was quite a few a few things uh, that were co uh, getting everyone's attention in Portugal, but but Dragon Ball was the one that made the difference, and it still remains to this day. Like the the Portuguese market was also uh, was always highly loyal to the markets, so to the to the brands, so. Um, it latched onto Sega because of all that ag aggressive marketing by Echo Films against uh, Nintendo's, which was almost non-existent. And um, when the tide turned for Sony, as I mentioned, it never really, really, it never really changed. I read somewhere just a few weeks ago that Portugal was still the second market in the world where uh, Sony got a lot more share than um, Microsoft. The PS's continue to outsell the, the Xbox's by like... I would say 10 to 1, but it's probably even more than that. It's probably something like 50 to 1. I'm not even joking, it's like 90-something percent against less than 10 percent. So... There are no official num uh, official numbers still, which is a shame. So I, I do not have the, the numbers to back this up, but you ask anybody and everyone's gonna tell you the same. I digress. I am talking a lot today. Next up, I would like to ask Nicolas, who is listening. Nicholas, I've noticed that literally every song that I've got in my library for uh, Dragon Ball from the, um, the Super Nintendo to... Um, actually, when I say every single game, I mean from the 16 and 32 generation uh, beats generations. Uh, like Super Butoden, Shid Butoden, uh, GT Final Bout, and even this one, uh, uh, The Legend. All of them were composed by a certain Kenji Yamamoto. Have you ever heard of this person? Because he surely composes some tunes. And uh, I'm going to continue with the rest of the tracks that play on uh, Idainaru Dragon Ball Densetsu, also known as The Legend, which are the eight songs that might play on specific meteor attacks, like Kamehame attacks, like Super Ghost Kamikaze attacks, uh, the Big Bang attack. Actually, the Big Bang attack is a PlayStation exclusive, but Final Flash, let's say Final Flash. And uh, ev everyone's meteor attacks, really. It's pretty hard listening to them without uh, listening to all to the other sounds in the background. Like for example, this one. So my mind always plays Goku's voice with the Kamehameha here. Seriously. 
This happens to all eight of these. Yep. was amongst others uh, Goku, Saiya Super Saiyajin Freeze, Kamehameha's tune Evil characters of course actually a mix of good and bad characters I remember Super Saiyan Free Gotenks and uh, Kid Buu both using this one at least Kid Buu one of his ho the other move who, who used this one also Frieza Super Boo used this one. Re remember that attack that he used uh, from the top of Kami's lookout? 
against like thousands of humans. He has that move in the game and uh, it displays when that happens. And we're back to the main menu, uh, which means that all eight tracks have played. Um, one thing that is interesting about um, about these is that somehow Spain and Portugal latched onto France because France got uh, Dragon Ball much earlier than the English-speaking countries and other Northern European countries. So it was uh, still in time for us to get localizations and European versions of the um, 32-bit games, although it was a bit too late uh, for um, America and, and uh, the other countries like the UK and stuff. Because um, I remember that by the time that uh, people were watching the Freezer Saga for the first time in Cartoon Network and all of that, uh, we had already watched all of Dragon Ball Z. In fact, when we got this game, uh, we got this game so early that the series hadn't finished yet, so lots of people got spoiled. Uh, got spoiled. Uh, I do remember that there were people who were beating the game when we were still watching the Cell Saga. Good times, very good times. Uh, you know what's what is now what is happening now on this show though? Uh, we are gonna play a segment that is not related to Dragon Ball. This segment is going to be the totally random requests bit. Um, every week, or most weeks, when, when I have the time to look for these, I ask listeners to send me a number between 1 and something like uh, 1,500 something. It changes every week. This week the number was 1,518. We've had five people come to me with numbers. So we have five totally random tracks. So what happens after you send me that number between, I repeat, 1 and 1518, I give you a second array of numbers and you have to choose another uh, number from that array. And that points at, as, at a completely random but in this case, it is actually specific point in our playlist, a specific track in our playlist. We have uh, totally random requests from Nicholas Haman, Scubman, uh, Resident SD, Frost, and Grey Four. We are going to listen to them roughly by this order. <laughs> Uh, if you want to have one played in this show and I see that TCB has already uh, DM'd me feel free to send me a DM with the number I'm Rafsig I'm available on Radio Sega's Discord at radiose.ga forward slash Discord and I am also available on Twitter 
So feel free to tweet at Radio Sega with a number uh, within this array, or to tweet at me, or just DM me on Twitter if you'd like. That also works. And I will be giving you your second array. It's as simple as that. Nicolas Hamans, re- uh, random requested, a totally random request, is from a game that interestingly we were discussing uh, about a couple of years ago uh, to try to remodel it on the um, on the Radio Sega playlist. I don't think it's happened yet, but we should probably go back at it as soon as I have time, and I am sorry about it. It is from Virtua Tennis Four. It is the stage. It is the track that is called Stage Music Two. In uh, in our playlist, but I'm sure that it plays in a specific place, like maybe the U.S. Open. Who knows? Nicolas, I think Nicolas knows it, so he will let me know. Here it is. My totally random guess was right. This is from the New York stage, the unofficial uh, US Open in Virtual Tennis 4.
This is Spotman's totally random request. It's Heaven or Hell from J Cross J, which I have no idea what it is about. I'm gonna have to ask Nicholas. Thank you, Nicholas. J Cross J is a one-time team-up between Jun Senoue, Sega legend, and singer Jun Konoda. Ravstorm, the greatest show you could ask for.
This is Sub Sexy One from Yakuza Like a Dragon, also known as Yak um, Ryuga Gotoku 7 in Japan. Uh, this was Frost's totally random request. Next up is a Resident SDs. Australia level 2 from the arcade game, tennis arcade game from the mid 80s, Passing Shot, also known as Center Court. This was SD's totally random request. Listening to Rav's Dom. Hey! 
So after we had Quackshot's boss theme, which was Grave Force, totally random request, we now have Fit So Tight from Cyber Troopers Virtual on Force. Thank you so much TCB for pointing right at this one. What a miracle.
So it looks like that was it for our totally random requests, guys. There were six of them and it all was so great and we ended with a personal favorite. Thank you again, TCB. Um, I'm gonna play you I'm gonna play you guys a few more uh, Dragon Ball songs. Uh, it's gonna be a sandwich between a Mega Drive and Saturn. But this time it's not going to be uh, Itainaru Dragon Ball Densetsu. It's going to be Buyu Red Sudan for the Mega Drive, again, sure. But the Saturn game in question is going to be the Japanese exclusive, the amazing fighter called Shin Butoden. Not sure why this is playing again, this wasn't meant to be a talk break. Off we move!
the show is about to end, guys. And that being the case... Well, I've overshot quite a bit and there's still quite a few songs to come. But I'm going to say goodbye, as it is. Uh, so let's change to the actual uh, farewell talk bed. Very appropriate, because this is from Virtual Fighter 2. Guys, everyone who is listening live, everyone who is listening on the podcast, thank you so much for every single one of you. Uh, thank And to every single one of you. Uh, it is really much appreciated that you tuned in to listen to some guy ramble about his own irrelevant country and its story with Sega and Dragon Ball. Um, Radio Sega has plenty of content like this and much better. Uh, you can go to our Twitter, um, uh, which is at, at Radio Sega. But what I really wanted to m- to say was Twitch, not Twitter. Uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash Radio Sega. And you can find our uh, regular streams weekly. Uh, all of them made by amazing streamers, amazing people who are sharing the good word from Sega's history and Sega's future and present and past. But most especially, we are Radio Sega and we have been uh, Radio Sega for 16 years now. Out of those 16 years, 11, either 11 or 12, have had live radio shows like this one. It's a huge tradition. We are uh, a long-standing community site. And um, we do have our 24-7 stream playing the best Sega music non-stop. You can register and request your your own because songs are supposed to play at random except if registered users uh, request stuff from our playlist and it automatically plays. And there's also live shows all around. There is... uh, Tomorrow we are going to have a double bill with new Radio Sega shows. Amazing ones at that. Uh, Nicolas Haman comes with his third episode of Individual. um, Which is going to be based in a very specific... um, Sega Composer, we've had Hero, we've had, um, who was the second one? Oh, it's going to be Fumio Ito tomorrow, right? So if you want to hear about a retrospective of Fumio Ito's work for Sega, and also a retrospective of his best works, or his most representative works, according to Nicolas Haman, be sure to tune at to tune in at Radio Sega by 6 p.m. British time, and then uh, at 8 p.m. we are going to have uh, I Need Fruits Area X, which is um, an in uh, a different experience to what we are used to. It could be a DJ mix. It could be a stream with random stuff. It could be a stream with Sega games. It could be a regular radio show. Who knows? I need fruit threw the labels away and decided to do his hound thing. And it it is amazing as it is. Please uh, watch either watch or listen to uh, Area X depending on the situation. 
it is totally worth it. And we continue through the, um, the week with more shows. We have, let me check the schedules, Thursdays we have the premiere of uh, KC's weekly Sega Lounge episode at 8pm British time. By the way, by the way, all the times that I am saying are British time, but uh, if you go to radiose.ga slash schedule, you will be uh, finding that the site converts uh, it to your time zone, so you don't have to to work it out yourself. You can just go to radiosc.ga slash schedule um, and you will see. Thursdays after KC's uh, premiere of um, the Sega Lounge podcast, we have the Strictly Sonic show with... Um, uh, CD-ROM at 10pm British time then on Friday we have our usual triple bill trip amazing live shows pick and mix with Green Viper at 7 a VG Beats box at 9 and late and live with uh, Resident SD at 10 on Saturdays we have the Hidden Palace at 9 with Skyblaze and Saturday Night Sega with Gavi at 10 uh on Sundays, we do have RSN Live at 2 a.m., The Voice of Sega at 2 p.m., The LMC Block at 7 p.m., and The Sega Mixer Drive with Rexy at 8. Wait, all of this is on a Sunday, as is Dr. Scottnik's Journey into Dreams at half past 10 p.m. Then on Monday, which is in six days, we have our guest nights where we air podcasts from the Sega Guys, Sega Guys Retropod and the Dreamcastiers. So there's plenty of content as you can see and the, the community is amazing. You are more than welcome to join our Discord at um, uh, radiosc.ga slash Discord to talk about uh, brilliant people and extremely welcoming fellas, extremely respectful and interesting people to talk with. So see you in Discord, hopefully. See you, everyone. You will be able to start uh, your request train in about... <laughs> Let me see. I might skip some of the songs so that they are quicker, but as it is, it is supposed to be... Like eight more minutes of amazing Dragon Ball music. Enjoy. Enjoy. 